Home isn't just a place, it's a state of mind. Like curling up in a comfy chair while it's cold outside. With a warm drink, or maybe even a wine in hand. As you watch the world go by outside your window. Mmm, short rib. Good afternoon, this is your captain speaking. Which is why at Delta, our people do our best to make you feel at home. Refill? Long before you get there. Delta, keep climbing. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. Having sent out my first email at the age of 11, today's topic has been an issue for me for a long time. It's the super important idea that different ways to communicate have very different implications. My recent episode on talking to people when you have something to say to them left open the question, how should you talk? Should you text, email, Snapchat, WhatsApp, iMessage, Messenger, MSN, AOL Instant Messenger, Facebook, Tweet, Instagram, Blog, or Call? And the answer is yes. My young friend has phone anxiety. Now, she says it's common and that it really shouldn't matter since she can always text. Millennial listeners might agree and, well, might be wrong. Let's explore some history together and then consider what it means for you. Everything used to be phones. Before the early 2000s, Everything was done by phone. Yes, everything. Even paper was sent by phone. It was called a fax. There was no other option. You could call now, or you could write a letter that took three days to arrive. And that was it. At work, you called. Maybe you got an answering machine, but you ultimately ended up in a live conversation at some point. At home, you called and called and called. Teenagers were glued to their phones, calling and talking and talking and calling. Some used real glue. That didn't end well. If you didn't use a phone, you didn't have a social life. You couldn't invite people out. You had to call, and even then, you had to think through your plans in advance, since phones weren't portable and you couldn't make last-minute changes. And in that world, no, phone anxiety was not common. If you had it, you saw a therapist and you got over it. Otherwise, you couldn't work and you couldn't play. Medium does matter. With a phone, you can hear voice tone, and that tells you a lot. Communication is near instant, so pauses and silence come across. Voice tone and pauses relay emotion, and that guides interpretation. On the phone, you know the difference between, that was a really good job you did, and that was a really good job you did. The first is sincere, and the second is sarcasm. Those are opposites. With only words, people interpret according to the mood that they're in while they're reading, and that isn't good. As discussed in the episode on talking to people... For survival, our brains choose the worst possible interpretation when we're reading text. If you say it in text, be prepared to start World War III. Media richness controls the emotional message. Talking in person gives the best chance of being understood. You convey facial expression, body language, and voice tone. As a listener, you get the richest information, and as a speaker, you can use voice tone, facial expression, and body language to communicate more precisely. Real-time voice communication is the next best, 
Even without visual cues, voice tone and inflection still convey emotion. Email, texting, status updates, and comments are best for information that can't be misunderstood or that won't evoke an emotional response. Here's the address of the tar pits. Meet you there at midnight. If you're a good writer, at least with email, you can write carefully to make your intent clear. Text messages, on the other hand, limit what you can say so much that they can be a virtual minefield. Do not break up or fire someone via text. Just don't. Effort signals commitment. Some media take more effort. Face-to-face conversation might require travel. In my episode about how intern MG gave an apology for missing a meeting, he found that showing up in person signals commitment to your message. For people who notice such things, it makes one heck of an impression. I even know someone who took a cross-country round-trip plane flight just to have five uninterrupted hours with the CEO of a company that he wanted to work with. He got the deal. His effort signaled commitment. Real-time communication determines your ability to bond, learn, and react. In-person and voice conversations happen in the moment. You react differently, you can gauge the person's real responses, and not just what you imagined that their responses would be. Thus, my friend's phone anxiety. She imagines the conversation in advance, and the moment that the real thing deviates from her mental rehearsal, she can't cope. By interacting mainly by text, email, and status updates, she never has to be confronted when her imagination about someone's reaction and their real-life reaction don't line up. She'll also never learn to correct course in the moment. As she gets older, this will be a serious limitation, and it doesn't matter if she's dealing with other people who have the same limitation. It's a limitation. When she does have to do things with other people, she won't have a refined ability to understand reactions or to recover when they surprise her. The moment that she shows a proud achievement to her boss, and instead of praise, the boss says, well, I don't really think that's up to par, she will crumple. Real-time communication also bonds us. In person, people also mirror body language, which makes your brain register implicit social interaction. You bond. Even with voice tone, you adopt a similar pace and intonation structure when you talk. Video chat does this a bit, but not as well, because camera placement doesn't allow for proper eye contact, and the video lag doesn't give you the instantaneous feedback that your brain evolved to handle. Immediacy is what builds community, though. Just 20 years ago, we all had many shared experiences. Right, radio, TV, and movies weren't portable, and they couldn't be time-shifted. We all watched the same three networks, we waited together at the same cliffhangers, and we discussed every episode for a week before the next one came out. Our entertainment forced a lot of physical and mental synchronization with our friends and communities. And synchronization is one way that your brain recognizes your extended family. We synchronize. You move with me. You are a member of my clan. When your brain does this, it builds the impulses that build community. By using mostly time-shifted communication that's consumed individually, my friend has stopped sending in-group signals to her conversational partners. Now that you have all of the background, today's tip is simple. Choose your medium to fit the message. For highly emotional conversations, use face-to-face conversations or a phone call. You can use all of the emotional signals to send your message, and you can adjust as they react. For informational conversations, use email, text, and status updates. Review them before hitting send, and do your best to make sure they can't be misunderstood. And by the way, if you'd like me to do an episode on how to write that way, so that things can't be misunderstood in text, or at least have a lower probability, drop a line to getitdone at quickanddirtytips.com, and I'll put that topic on the schedule. When you need to signal commitment... Choose a medium that demonstrates commitment. A face-to-face cross-country plane flight is a great signal. And when you want to bond, go face-to-face so that you synchronize in the moment. 
A caveat, however, if you or they are multitasking, it will be obvious from the interaction and it won't trigger bonding. In fact, it will probably trigger some degree of disregard. What you want is face-to-face, focused, fully present time. When you want to develop your empathy skills, your ability to predict someone's behavior, and your ability to be flexible in the moment, choose the in-person. There's no escape. You have to deal with this now, and that's a great way to get together. Text is always easier. You don't have to think on your feet. You don't have to deal with people who don't follow your mental script, and you can limit yourself to very small chunks of information. But when you want deep bonds, when you care about delivering an accurate emotional message, when you want to interact with real other messy human beings instead of your fantasies, when you want to show your commitment and when you care about creating community, choose the right medium for the message, in person, video, or voice. And if you need to see someone about your phone anxiety, do it. Your future will be determined by the people in your life and your job, and communication will determine the quality of those relationships. This is Steve Robbins. Follow Get It Done Guy on Twitter and Facebook. I run programs to help you develop the skills you need to create an extraordinary life. If you want to know more, visit steverobbins.com or join my personal mailing list by texting Get It Done to 33444. You'll also get a free copy of my secret book chapter on how to build relationships that help you succeed. Work less, do more, and have a great life. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.